orgasmic enlightenment where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kim Anami and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. The well-fucked man. What does a well-fucked man look like? I have spoken about the well-fucked woman concept in my work for over a decade. It's an idea that I first started thinking about even years before I used it in my work. And this was to describe the effects, the visible, tangible effects of a person in tune with and inhabiting their sexual energy. The idea is that it's so obvious that it is noticeable to other people. Women radiate and glow. They move differently, they speak differently, they dress differently, they emit a brilliance that is so palpable and attractive that men will leap across the street to get close to it. They will get on planes and fly across the world just to be near it. This is the essence of a well-fucked woman. She is wearing her sexual energy and fully embodied in it. The same thing happens to men. When he is well-fucked, as in when he is occupying his full masculine and sexual self, he changes. His body changes, his face changes, his cock changes, and all of those transformations reverberate out from him and into every area of his life. Of course, his intimate relationship improves dramatically. He can have sex for hours. He can come or not when he wants to. He is giving his woman multiple vaginal life-changing orgasms and throatgasms and analgasms. He sees the changes in his work and business, his finances, the opportunities that magically come to him without effort, especially after an epic sex date. He sees the differences in himself as a more patient and loving father and a more supportive and compassionate friend. He is the well-fucked man to his well-fucked woman and becomes the man he was always meant to be. Today, our well-fucked all-star is Mark. Mark is the husband to Amanda, who we've had on the podcast already as an all-star in her own right. You can hear her version in the Cock Lovers of the World Unite podcast episode from about a month ago. Mark is going to share his perspective as the other half of this well-fucked couple and the impact that up-leveling their sex life has had on all parts of his life. Well fucked all stars. All right, welcome Mark. It's great to have you here. Thanks Kim, it's great to be here with you. So you have come into this work via your lovely wife Amanda, who was taking my salons and she then manifested these beautiful changes in herself that really became the catalyst for you to want to embark on this work with her. So tell us a little bit about that, how that unfolded for you. 
Well, yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. My lovely wife, Mandy, was the one that uh, introduced me to your program. And uh, and she tells a story. She, I think she's told it uh, to, to you and your team that when we when she first came across the work, which was sort of some years ago, she was very keen to partake. But knowing that I'm a bit of a um, tight ass, she sort of wasn't wasn't comfortable bringing it to me. So about, I think about 18 months ago, two years ago, she finally sort of said, look, I've, I've got to do this work. I've been looking at Kim and Ami's work. It looks amazing and I've, I've got to do it. And so I agreed, you know, we obviously, we love each other very much. So I wasn't about to deny her what she really wanted to do. And, um, and I said to her just plainly, I said, look, you do the work, darling. I 100% support you, but there's just no way I've got the time to do it. I've got a, we've got businesses running internationally. If you go so, learn how to give better blowjobs. I will support that process. Well, but, I'm, you know, that. I but I'm pretty busy on that. She showed me, she showed me some of your, your podcasts and I went, look, I can, I can accept, I can accept <laughs> you doing that course. That's okay. <laughs> but honestly, I'll just, I'll just be the receiver on all of this. I'm too busy. Um, but I really support you doing it um so that was that was my approach and then I think about four or five weeks into your course uh I was just seeing these just revolutionary and evolutionary changes in her in her um mostly in her approach to herself I mean obviously um I was on the receiving end of a lot of benefits of your work um but but ultimately just what was happening for her who she was becoming you know her, her changes in thought processes, um, her ability to adapt in our family and our business and things like that was just just amazing. So I kind of went to her. She'd already said, you know, it'd be, it'd be great if you could do the work at some point or maybe have a look at Kim's work. And and so I think at week five I signed up for um, sexual mastery for men, and I I, I came to her and I said. Um, I said, I said, look, how can I not do the work? Like, I mean, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at what's happening for us from just one of us doing the work, and which is you. Um, and obviously, you know, so I, she said, I, I signed up and she was just like, I mean, in terms of um, turning your wife on or, or making her, you know, uh, even more voracious, that was pretty much one of, the, one of the best things I could have done, which I hadn't planned that wasn't that wasn't one of my desired outcomes necessarily but it was a pretty good one so that was that was how i came about doing your work yeah so 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 there, there were obviously you know amazing changes in in mandy and and um so that's why i signed up um i was obviously not <laughs> i was not aware of what i was in for in terms of signing up for the course and 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 really what it was going to focus on and do uh, for me or, 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 you know, for us again, and then, and then again, our family and our, and our businesses. So it was not what I had expected. It was just far and more. What did you expect and how was it different? Like, did you think there would just be some great tips on oral sex and, yep. and then it was like, whoa, this actually encompasses my whole life and my whole yeah. growth like, with that. Why don't you explain that? that? that's that's a hundred percent it that's a hundred percent what it was about i i kind of thought you know obviously not seeing the work specifically doing you know um the female side of what mandy was doing i, I didn't understand the content so when i dived in i thought it was going to be you know tips on on cunnilingus tips on you know all the all the things that i would like more 
<laughs> more skills and more uh, more information on um, to to be just to just be a better lover and a better husband and things like that. So, um, but it was I mean it is all of those things too. But it's just so much more. I mean um, I, I think in you know without giving the content away, I think your first your first salon is about cleaning the glass and you know keeping a very honest and transparent. Uh, arrangement happening with your partner and I guess in all facets of your life and you know you walk away from that salon going yep okay I've got a little bit of work to do there and then doing that work is just it's phenomenally challenging it's phenomenally deep and it's you know that the changes that it creates through doing it is it's, it's just massive so you know we had we had some stuff we had some stuff to clean off the glass that we kind of weren't even aware of. Um, and in doing all of that, that just then, it's, you know, it's it's like you all really know what you're doing because it just lays that foundation for that next salon and then the next salon and then the next salon. And, you know, without doing it in that kind of order and 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 even, you know, during during your, your, your sort of integration weeks where you circulate back, you know, you just always got more work to do. We have a really clean glass, Mandy and I, and it's one of the differences now. It's probably one of the most significant changes to, for us doing the work. And I don't, we, there was no, there was nothing super dirty that needed to be cleaned or anything like that. It was just, just radical honesty and, and you know, about, about everything. And that, that's opened her up. So my wife was already very open to to things in in our marriage, and and but being radically honest and seeing how raw at times that can make it for both parties was it's it's been huge, but it's a lot of work. You know, you've got you've got to commit. Yeah, and I'll just to clarify for anyone who isn't that familiar with my work, I use a metaphor of the concept of cleaning the glass as though there's a clean slate of glass between two people and the more that you're open and honest that glass remains clear but the more that you operate on a don't ask don't tell or sins of omission or outright lies with each other then you have debris and junk and mud accumulate on the glass and eventually that builds a wall and so a huge part of my work is encouraging people to really commit to and practice radical open honesty and yes it is somewhat work and retraining, especially if people aren't used to that. We've been told this story culturally that it's better to tell white lies, right? Don't rock the boat, just sweep that under the carpet and hope it'll go away. But then the carpet becomes this giant mountain of unresolved issues. And so in doing that, what's I think beautiful and people tend to realize is that the more they keep that glass clean and that communication open, that is actually a kind of foreplay that actually as a precursor to arousal and sex because that act of opening yourself, as you said, being raw, being vulnerable and really revealing is very, very sexy. It's very arousing and often leads to the best cataclysmic sex and deepest orgasms because people are really letting themselves be seen. And to be seen by your partner in that very deep way is extremely powerful. Yeah, great explanation. And that's kind of exactly what, what happened as a result of all of that. So, um, you know, the level of, of, of depth and openness that Mandy 
you know, achieved and, and, and that I achieved as a result of that honesty. And then as much as some of that, some of that honesty is, is hard, some of it's actually a bit of fun and, and, and does also lead to some, you know, some other stuff. We, we've never really talked about what our own sexual fantasies were with one another. And, and you know, you'd all, I'd always assumed I'd kind of had a reasonably good idea of what hers were and she assumed mine. But there's always dark spaces that you don't talk about and, you know, things like that, that, that ultimately you get to, you, you know, you get to talk about and then you get to go, well, you know what, I'm open to that and I'm open to that. And, um, you know, I think, I think your phrase, I think in one of your, your podcasts was, or maybe even Mandy said it, she said, you know, anal sex that doesn't necessarily have to be a birthday or an oral sex that doesn't have to be a birthday treat. It can just be a, you know what, it's Tuesday night. I've got some blockages. And, and, you know, I remember we were talking about that other stuff you wanted to do. Let's, let's do it. The kids are in bed early. Let's, let's do it. So explain that more. When you say, I've got some blockages, let's have anal sex. What does that mean to you? Um, well, so, well, one of the things, <laughs> where do I start? Um, so I think you use the phrase that, you, you know, uh, you, you, you keep a lot of shit blocked up our asses. And, and um, I'm a fairly highly strung, tense guy. So, um, you know, and I work pretty hard. So yeah, I, I get pretty stressed and things like that. And, and, and Mandy, you know, Mandy sort of is, is this quintessential feminine, you know, beautiful woman. So, you know, there's, there's prim and there's proper, and then there's, um, and then there's kind of having shit go on in your life, which, which kind of causes blockages and stresses. And, you know, they, they happen mentally, they happen, you know, sometimes they happen in your throat where you can't speak and, well, they happen in your chest and you can't talk to one another and things like that. Um, and we found through doing the work and obviously opening up to the various different practices that, uh, you know, anal sex at times can, can relieve a lot of pressure. And sometimes just getting fucked in the ass is, is, is something that needs to happen. Um, and, but, but, you know, as much as that can sound, uh, not probably not in your setting, Kim, but in a lot of settings, probably a bit, a bit, too much it's it's when you've got this open honest relationship with one another and you can say to each other I think I need oral sex or I think I need to be fucked in the ass um, I've got this going on in my life then that's kind of a beautiful thing particularly when you know it's with your partner the person you love and 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 the shit works you know so you, you, you get fucked and you go that's that's so releasing that's that's relieved everything that was going on you was it was spot on you know, I was spot on in knowing I needed it or, or Mandy was spot on knowing she needed it. Um, and then, bang, you're, you know, you're back on track, whatever it was. So that's... So you can see that, like, the sex is medicine part of it, that when you actually all of your life stresses, I say everything is written on the body, right? And so mm. when we carry stresses and issues and stuff, it, like, we wear it, we, it, it you know, rests within us. Wim Hof calls it the issues in our tissues. And I always talk about how sex is this magical, transformative, rejuvenating way of taking that stuff and alchemizing it and changing it. That the raw power of sexual energy, that is one of its gifts. 
practice is to transform things, to rebirth us, rebirth ourselves. And so using all sex acts consciously is the, the way that I, you know, hold as the ideal for people to look at their intimate lives, right? Like, okay, so I'm really stressed today. I think if your cock was going to go up my ass today, that might really help me to process some stuff. <laughs> like, that's, that's it, right? This conscious application of using these acts and these energies between us. Yeah. Well, and, and certainly we weren't, we weren't in this space two years ago, 18 months ago. Like, um, I think we, I think we tried anal sex and it just kind of wasn't going to happen like two years ago, you know, like I say, we, we had a great relation. We had a great sort of sexual relationship and we, you know, we were open to stuff, maybe not quite as open as we are now, but um, we were certainly open to doing lots of different things. Um, but our, the work that you've done is kind of, uh, which I really appreciate, thank you very much, has really opened um, Mandy and I up, but, you know, to, to, you know, really giving things a go. Like our first, our, well, our first ever uh, sex weekend was uh, was not so long ago. It was maybe about um, six months ago, and um, you know we planned this sex weekend. Um, we have between Mandy and I, we have six children, so it's getting time away for a weekend is on our own is is quite difficult. But we managed to do it, and we commit to do it now three to four times a year. And we've since had another sex weekend, so that's been great as well. But on our first sex weekend. Um, uh, Mandy said, oh, look, I really want to try and do deep threading. Like we've never really done deep threading, done a lot of oral sex, um, never done deep threading. And she, I was like, oh, okay, I've seen a bit of that. So yes, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get, and she goes, no, 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 I really, we're going to like, we're going to work at it. And I'm like, I'm hoping it's not too much work, but yes, let's, <laughs> let's give it a go. Oh, you're so accommodating. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't all bad but that you know that was something that we hadn't done um and 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 now we do and it's um I, I said before about you know sometimes you know you might need it you might need it up the ass sometimes you might need it in the throat it's Mandy is just so intuitive she'll kind of um she'll say she said to me this morning we haven't been having a uh, long enough sex sex dates we haven't been, you know, we've certainly been having frequent enough sex dates, but we just haven't been having long enough sex dates. So they've become a pattern. Uh, so she said, we need to do more of that. And, and, and we need to, you know, and I and need to do more in the throat and we need to do more, you know, and I was, I'm just like, yep. Okay. So we need to make, make more time for that. We need to, and we do, and it's hard as much as it does sound, and it is obviously amazingly good to be a guy that has a wife that, that that comes to you and says, I need more old sex or I need more longer sex dates. You know, she's, we're both busy. She's busy, I'm busy. Um, and and so you just really have to make, you have to make the time. Um, but, the, but the dividends are just enormous. The the rewards and the, 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 the connection and the what it does for the rest of your life is just massive, really massive, so. Wasn't there a comment? I think she said something. She was working on some throat chakra, like expression issues. And there was a moment where you said something like, um, honey, I think you really need my dick in your throat. Like you, you gave her that sexual prescription of some medicine that she might need. 
Well, that's true. She, yeah. So, so sometimes it comes from her and sometimes it comes from me, but obviously she's got from time to time, she's got stuff going on. And, um, and, and I think she was, she was talking about, uh, she was struggling to talk to someone in our family about some, some, some conflict issues that she had. And, um, I think we were at the, we were at the dinner table, the kids are in bed. And I just, I, I just really think you need, you probably need some cock in your throat. Like you just, it needs to be deep and maybe that will help again, very accommodating, but maybe that will help. Um, you know, and, and it, it sounds ridiculous and it sounds like I'm, you know, you're just doing it for the benefit of, of the oral sex, but it, um, it, it did clear what she needed clearing. So, you know, out of that came oral sex for me and and her going, you know what, you were spot on, you were right, you know. Um, and and that that <laughs> that intuition or that desire to continue to have oral sex, but it's actually intuition, not that desire. But that intuition is it comes from that clean glass. It comes from that honesty and like it's 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 um it's being open to all of those different things, which just sounds so so simple, but honestly with without blowing smoke up your ass necessarily that the ability to kind of put it all together is just you just can't do it on your own like I would never have seen to be doing the work in 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 the way that we've done it you know without having someone to guide you without having a program to follow you know which sounds weird but because it's, it's it's not just oral sex and it's not just 69ing or cunnilingus or or you know it's it's the process and you you can't get all those benefits without doing some of the you know going back and looking at what you know like your your two pump and dump situation like you can't get to the end if that's what you're doing up front so as a guy you've got to go back and look at why I'm doing that what's you know what's making me do that so that I can stop doing that and then start doing more of what, what I want, what I would like to be doing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's. Yeah. And it's using these acts consciously. Like I think in my work, they're not just superfluous. These are a checklist of outrageous or porn inspired actions, like say anal sex or deep throating or, you know, whatever, that for me, they're always about using these consciously and the way that you're saying to actually dislodge stuckness in our systems or to further clean that glass within us as individuals or within the entire canvas of the relationship. And that brings us closer together. And so let's talk about that. So then the end result of that, as you are doing this internal work as couples, or as a couple, when you are working on your intimate connection, both emotionally through this glass clearing and then sexually through clearing debris and energy in your body, what happens in your outer life? So how have you noticed differences in you as a man, in you as a business person, in you as a father? Yeah, okay. Well, so I, I'm, I'm well left field of perfect in terms of making the mistakes that I make in terms of being a dad, in terms of business, and, and, and Mandy is my partner. But I guess doing the work has kind of you know, it's it's highlighted for me that we, you know, we're going to make mistakes and we're going to be pretty human, you know, all of the time. But 
in terms of learning from those mistakes and accepting and moving forward and then growing from those mistakes and being better the next time round. Um, that that's essentially kind of what's what's happened for me. So, um, you know, I've got older children and I've got young children. So as a dad, you know, I've got I've got an opportunity to to do things you know differently for younger children than I did with my older children. So I've always worked very hard. I've always been in my own businesses and had high stress jobs, which has meant you know lots of different things for my children. Um, you know that hasn't changed in terms of my job. But the way I behave, the way I interact now with my kids and and my family as a businessman that's done this work, uh, sorry, as a father that's done this work, it's just completely, it's completely different. I, I'm, I'm sort of, when I'm present, I'm far more present. I'm accepting of the fact that I have a limited amount of time that I get to spend at home with my family, um, with work being what it is. So, you know, hence I'm, I'm 100% there. That's and and that's come from radical honesty with my wife, radical honesty with my kids, um, and in terms of business, well, it's a really hard one to explain, I guess, and 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 I don't fully understand why. But I mean, Mandy does. She she she's far more in tune with this side of things. But opportunities have seemed to have presented themselves in our business life. Um, you and I spoke earlier about how just how challenging things are, right? right now uh, in the world with, with everything that's going on. And I, I, I don't refer to the specifics of it because it's just so ridiculous to continue talking about what, what pervades in every part of our lives these days. But, you know, essentially it makes life more challenging. It makes um, uh, travel, work, growing a business, growing a business overseas, just harder and harder. Um, but what's happened, and, and as I say, I don't specifically understand why other than trusting, I guess, in the universe a little bit, but opportunities have presented themselves as a result of those challenges and what I would call in, in my business environment somewhat catastrophes that have then been able to be spun on their head and presented as opportunities uh, and in, in, in reality, massive opportunities. So. Um, I guess it's the way you kind of look at things. So you get punched in the face at times and then you either, you either fall down and don't get back up or you go, wait a minute, what, what's that trying to tell me? You know, do, do I need to keep heading in that direction or should I be heading in another direction? Um, and it's this, I've got the same businesses operating today that I had two years ago, pre-2020, pre pre-2019. They're just heading in a completely different and more positive direction. And, and they're excited. It's still massive amounts of hard work. It's still, you know, grinding and, and challenging every day, but the opportunities that have presented themselves, which I just could never have predicted. But again, they've only come out of the fact that we've been, we've been doing our work. We've been, you know, trusting in each other, trusting in the universe, trusting in our partners in, in business and things like that, and trusting that the right thing will happen. And that's what's happening. So... So you would attribute that additional strength, optimism, perseverance to that built up stronger connection in your relationship with your partner, with Amanda. Absolutely. Because I just, I just wouldn't, you know, like I said, getting punched in the face time and time again through, through a business sort of uh, situation, it, it, 
you know, it makes it very hard to stay positive, very hard to just get up and keep keep going, you know. And and my my place of my place of comfort, my place of assurity is to come back to Mandy and just talk about these challenges, you know. And we usually talk and then we make love or we, we have sex or we fuck or whatever it is that needs to happen. That is almost 100% of the time what happens. We talk about what's going on, good, bad, or indifferent. And then we, we sort of, as you use the word alchemize, we, we fuck on it. So, you know, and, and, and it materializes in a different way. Uh, and if I'm not there or she's not there, one of us is always there. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring each other to where we need to be. So, so one of you is holding the, the fort, so to speak, and if the other one gets a bit spun out or like in a, in a tizzy mentally, we might say, and the other one can kind of pull you back. Because in order to do that, that means that the tether between you guys could never really be that far off, right? Because if you guys were really estranged, you wouldn't be able to do that. It no. means that you guys are doing the ongoing work to stay connected so that if one of you is starting to stray off course a little bit, you can just pull them back in, you'll respond to their gesture and recalibrate with each other. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, no, you, 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 you are, you, you verbalized it perfectly because, you know, we, we, you know, from time, usually it's only one of us off kilter you know, which, which is perfect. So the other one's, the other one's in, in line and they can drag the other person back. Sometimes it's both of us. You know, we're both spinning out of control for whatever reason. Then what Stop. do you do? What do you do when it's the two of you? Well, what we, what we, what we, well, we, we tend to just have sex, but, but also what we will do is um, we, will, we will kind of try and understand where one, one of us or the other is at. And usually someone's, someone's deeper in, you know, in, in a spin and whatever. And then the other person just has to hold the space to be the one that's not, not, not in their spin, you know, not, not out of control. So, okay. So for now, I'm going to just, I'm just going to have to hold that space and bring, bring Mandy back or she's doing the same thing, you know, and I'll be to, to credit her more often than not, it's her holding that space and bringing me back. So, but you, you know, we both, we both do it for one another. So, um, yeah, it's that that's exactly what happens. And it's yeah. you you're right, like without without having done that work, Kim, it just I you wouldn't even know to do it. Exactly. You'd, 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 you'd resent them. You'd be like, oh shit, you're going on about all your your work crap and you're stressed and fucking stressed all the time. I get it. Yeah, yeah, it's stressful. And she's like, Oh, well, you're managing the kids and the house and the and your work. Ah, it's all you know, you that would be your usual response to one another if you're underfucked or if you're not connected or all that sort of stuff. But it's not, it, I mean, it's not that. It, it's the same shit, but it's just handled completely differently now. What I'm hearing is that you guys really have the reframe that I try to convey to everybody, which is that your relationship is your power source. That mm. is your place to go back and to plug in 
and refuel and with whatever onslaughts happening in your work, your lives, the outer world, you come back to each other continually as that place to replenish, to rebalance, to center, and then go back out into the world. And it sounds like you guys are living that, right? Where now you, you've trained yourselves or you've reinforced it to the point that when these things are happening, you know that instead of pulling away from your partner and, you know, kind of going into an isolated, independent state, survival state, you're like, no, ultimately we have more power together and we know that we can harness the superpower of our connection to conquer anything. And we'll do it faster at this quantum leap speed. That's exactly right. That's exactly what we do. And and again, you're, you're right. Like it's you, you, I, I definitely would pull away um, previously with stress. You know, Mandy, be what, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm just stressed. What is it me? Is it anything? Else? No, no, it's just work. And then you'd be this island and, yeah. you know, it would just last, you know, because the stress doesn't go away. So you know, um, it would just go on and, and, and now it just doesn't, it, I mean, we still fall into those patterns from time to time, which just highlights, we need to do more work. You know, I need to do more self-work and, 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 or she needs to do more egg work or, or whatever it is. We, we just, we just know we have, we have, we, it's a default. So even though it might not be easy to come back together and make that connection because you want to isolate, you want to push them away. We don't, we just, we choose not to. And, you know, it, it is ridiculous how quickly that energy then changes as a result of coming back together, even though you're fighting it. Like you're actually going, I don't fucking want to come. No, I just want to be over here in my man space being a dickhead, I don't want to come back and no, but you do it. And they're, they're doing the same thing. You know, the women are like, yeah, you're not really turning up with that kind of little boy behavior and, and all that sort of stuff. So, um, okay, we come back together and bang, you know, it's just, you're right. It was just, um, actually, I've just seen a path out of that. I've just seen a clear way to get past all of that shit that was going on. And it was from coming back together. Hashtag fuckspo. You know that hashtag inspo or inspiration? It's fuckspo. Yeah. Getting that, that divine connection reestablished within yourselves through your each other and your genitals. So she tells a great story or, you know, you guys were experimenting with the idea of, um, okay, we've got a big business meeting or you do, let's give you some good sex, get some good loving up before this meeting and see what happens. And so what, what did happen? What was the difference when you did that specifically to prepare for your meeting? Yeah, well, I, it was like, it was probably one of those challenges that we were talking about before. And, um, and so what we so what we did was well Mandy said you're stressed and you 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 know you've got so much going on she said let's just we've got a little Harry Potter room at, at work that we store some stuff in so so we went into we went into the Harry Potter room and uh, and and she gave me oral sex and and uh, you know work was going on and it, it always goes on but but um, the, the sex was amazing and so we so I finished we finished in the Harry Potter room. And we came out and I went in straight into my Zoom, well, which was a Zoom meeting. So um, it was a, it was an opportunity to take our business to another country effectively. 
um, which is actually close to you guys. Uh, well, I'm assuming you're in the States, but um, so we wanted to manufacture our business, wanted to build our manufacturing business overseas. Um, so one of the opportunities that came out of that meeting was essentially to create another manufacturing plant in another part of the world, uh, which would mitigate a lot of the challenges that were going on with the world at the moment um, and bring us so much closer to our market for one of our products. Um, so that was, you know, that, that literally came um, came that literally came out of a, a a session that we had in the Harry Potter room that then came to a Zoom meeting with our respective business partners and partners in uh, in Mexico. So, yeah, it was it was it was uh, very enlightening. That that. So, you what you're saying is it lubricated it greased the wheels of that meeting. Your well, meeting we, we, the meeting was about the challenges we were facing and what, and I don't know who came up with the, the actual concept around the room, but essentially, you know, the meeting was how we were going to deal with the challenges. And what came out of the meeting was how we just, just elevate our business to a just completely other level by this ridiculous, what seemed like a ridiculous idea. If I felt like I, if we'd have had this idea a month earlier, during everything that was going on it just would have been like that are you crazy that's, that's insane and then you know, you know we alchemize the the pressure and the and and the and the love that we have for one another and take it to this meeting and go poof this is what we need to do it's clearly it's clearly the, and everyone's like you know what that's probably going to work that that just might that might that that's probably going to work and i'm like of course it's going to work cool that's exactly what we need to do yet an hour earlier, I'm like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Yeah. So yeah, it just it just created the ideas. Yeah, fantastic. Can I hold on one sec? One of my my sons just going to work, yeah. so I'm just cool. I'm not going. Hey, buddy, you have a good day. Do you want to say hi to Kim? Hi, Kim. Hello. My son Emil. Hi, Emil. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Love you too. You give Harper a kiss for me. Yeah. Let's just stop his bad dreams. Love you, bub. Love you. Hmm. <laughs> See, that's the other. That's an interesting thing, Kim. I would probably not have stopped an interview, even so. Whether this was for us or for work or anything, I would probably not have stopped it for that. You know, but um the work has allowed me to kind of just what's right for me as a dad, him as my son, my wife. Do you know what I mean? It just, it's just, it's, it's given me a, a better sense of self. It sounds like more heart integration, right? So allowing yeah. your, an open heart and an open flow of energy in you mm -hmm. to be boundless so rather than putting these arbitrary restrictions on it like i'm in a meeting i'm in an interview i can't let this in it's like no this is part of the the beauty yeah. of my life and of course i'm gonna kiss my son goodbye for the day you Absolutely. Know? and when i see other people doing this like even even the older me so so two years ago me that would have said no i'm in a meeting or i'm in this it's important you know i mean really what's more important than that but but, um, but essentially when I'd see other people do it, I'd even go, you know, that's, that's the right thing to do. I, I, I mean, 
that's that's a that's a beautiful thing to see. Yet for me, I'm just still regimented and do work, and you know, and now it's it. Well, I'm not sure how to describe it because I'm, uh, but the heart the hearts sort of open heart that you're referring to makes more makes sense. But this is this is what I'm saying. It's the work has done. I mean, because we've done no other work. My life hasn't changed in, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm always growing and learning, but we haven't taken anything else on in our lives that I could really attribute these changes to. And, and we do the work, you know, we do the self-pleasuring work and we do, we do all of this work every day to build stamina, to, to maintain my self-connection, to do all of that sort of stuff. It's just what, so I can't attribute these uh, these changes, these massive changes to anything else. And whilst that was only small, that it's, it's huge to me. So I now know he's gone to school with, with a need that he needed being filled. And, my, and it's a need for my wife, whether I believe it or not, that's a need my wife had as well. So, you know, as, as you know, in line with what your work's about, if, we, if we're not giving our partners what they need, and, and I mean, all the, you know, you've really got to give it all the time in all the ways that they need it, then you, you're going to end up with a nagging, underfucked wife, you know? Let's, yeah, let's talk about that for a moment, because there's a phrase that I use in my work that, you know, there's that cliche behind every good man is a woman. And I say, no, 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 actually behind every good woman is a man on his knees ferociously thrusting and giving her everything he's got. So what happens, what do you notice when you've put in more of that energy and time to help transform your woman into a radiantly well-fucked being? And then how does how does that also change what she gives back to you? Because my assertion, what you know, you were saying before, when the woman is under fucked, she'll give you, <laughs> she'll give you that back. So that naggy, complaining, even belittling and frustrated energy that a lot of men receive from their woman is often in direct correlation to how under fucked she is and not even attributing to that. We talked earlier about the horrific stats around premature ejaculation that's, you know, 75% of intercourse ends within three to five minutes because the man comes that quickly. And of course, in those situations, a woman will be under fucked and she will build a resentment against her partner partner that she might not even know is coming from that space or that reason amongst perhaps other things too. So back to when you are helping to cultivate that in your woman, what do you notice in her and then when she gives back to you? Well, I, I noticed that I, I become in, in my life as a connection with my wife. So that's, that's our business. That's our home. That's me as a dad. I, I become the king. I am her king and she is my queen. Um, and she treats me like a king and it just in every, in every way. And it's not always like that. So this is not this perfect fairy tale of, of, of life where I get to be the king and she gets to be the queen because we still have our challenges and our and our ups and downs 
but when we've when we know that we're coming together and doing the work and when we know that you know she, she's 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 well fucked and i'm well fucked and and we're bringing that energy into everything that we do um i i imagine it's quite annoying for people around us to see how how doting she is on on me and and vice versa you, you know it's 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 a beautiful thing and and to be someone's king, to be the king in 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 any sort of relationship, but not not a bastard king, just just someone who is looked up to as having taken care of the kingdom, it's a beautiful thing, and and it just takes you to levels that that you know I I never knew possible, uh, and same for her. I mean, you know, the the respect and love I have for Mandy as my queen, and the mother, and you know. And it just, all it means is that we just keep wanting to do more of what we're doing for one another. So, you know, in those moments, in those darker moments where you're stressed and, and, and family, something's happened with family or something's happened with work or something's happened just in yourself, you've got this woman or the woman's got this man that's going, you know, well, you're my queen, you know, I'm your king. What is it you, you need? Or as far as my wife's concerned it's she knows what i need and she just gives me what i need straight away like it's i know you know and and i'm learning to do the same in return i'm i'm not quite as men i don't think are quite as intuitive but but you know i'm seeing what she needs and she's helping she's explaining what she needs she says when i come and i, I feel like this this is as part of that radical honesty she goes this is what i'm wanting you to do she said what you do was was perfect but this is what I want you to do next time. And I go, great, okay, I can do that. That I can do. So, you know, it, that, that's, that's kind of what happens as a result. You know, I, 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 I get to be the king, which I love, and she gets to be the queen, which, which she loves. And, you know, our kids see this all the time. You know, they just, you know, they see us dancing in the, in the kitchen or, you know, or because she needs it. Like she's, she just, she said, you can never, she says to me, you can never dance with me too much. Just grab me and dance with me anytime. And so, you know, if I, it's, she'll initiate or I'll initiate kids, the kids see it and they just go, oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Sometimes they just go, oh, it's disgusting. But they're doing that because of those social norms around, you know, with the bullshit. It's just bullshit, you know, and sometimes they'll do it. Um, and I mean, I'm, we're fine if they do it once or twice, you know, because it's just it, they're having almost fun with it. But, you know, if they go, oh, that's disgusting because we're kissing passionately in the kitchen or, or, or you know, um, then we'll call them out on it. And we'll go, why, why is that disgusting? What would you prefer to see? Would you prefer to see mum nagging dad about the fact that he didn't wash the dishes up properly or he's at the computer too much? Or is that what you'd prefer to see? No, no. Well, well Okay, so it's not really that disgusting, is it? It's it's quite beautiful. And yeah, 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 yeah. So you know that those cultural norms that get dictated upon those little people, and then those little people grow up with those things, and that's why we end up having to come back and do this work, I guess, because we get all this cultural conditioning, this bullshit around what what it should be and what it shouldn't be, when in actual fact it should just be essentially what we've created or what you what what you're kind of what what you're communicating it should be and what we've now been able to create and we had a good relationship always we've always had a great relationship 
but what it is now is just just leveling up and we as high as our levels are right now i still put us you know two or three inches off the ground like because because every time we think we're somewhere there's just a new level to go to you know, which is which is the whole essence of learning like you're never there so i love that i love that i mean it is there's always another level to go that's the core of everything that i teach as long as you're still committed and you're showing up and you're doing this work slash play then you keep hitting new levels you never get to this place of the only people who don't grow i always say are those who are committed to stagnation right if you're committed to staying in the same place right you won't grow but if you're committed to growth you'll always keep hitting new levels of learning mm -hmm. of enlightenment of joy and i love that example with your children because you guys are setting that tone and by osmosis they will be picking up all of these this modeling from you and these energies from you but yeah even at whatever ages they're at they're still going to be taking in messaging because that's true the only place they could get a negative message about seeing their parents you know affectionate with each other would be from the outside world someplace i don't know where i don't know where that's even coming from you know but it is coming from somewhere because that's not innate and so I love that you do you use those as openings for dispelling myths and misinformation and negative conditioning. Yeah, well, and we, and we do. And, it, and it's funny because the kids, you know, I, I, I don't know whether the, the, the team will get to meet a meal that was just saying goodbye to me, but, you know, my youngest is seven and, you know, probably two years ago, wouldn't have had an issue with us kissing passionately, my, my wife and I. And then, you know, as they journey through school, and they, I'm with you, I don't know where that messaging comes from because, I mean, you know, we go to an, an, a very integrated kind of kind of um, earth-based school as well, so the kids do. So, um, you know, it's, it's not a strong messaging, you know, uh, there's not a lot of devices and things like that, exposure to that certainly not at school and, and not in our house but so where I don't know where that messaging comes probably other kids unfortunately other kids from parents who are under fucked and just you know it's not it's I mean and I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not judging anyone or, or, or anything I'm just it's that's possibly where it comes from and that's fucking sad like that's just you know and I mean I'm not saying we haven't Mandy and I've been there Mandy and Mandy's nagged me about stuff in the past before we've done the work and understood what's going on and our glass needed cleaning and all that sort of stuff. So we, we, we like I say, I'm two or three inches levels off the ground. I'm not, you know, we, we, we got, we got a lot of work to do, but I'm, I'm, I use the word work and play and she, you know, I, I keep referring to the work, but my goodness, it's pretty fucking good work. You know, good work if you can get it. Hey, come on, like, you know, it's 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 unreal. And and you know, we we play we play a lot. Like um, our our um, I guess our our balancing of the of the feminine and the masculine and 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 that sort of stuff has resulted in you know a box of of toys and stuff that just you wouldn't have you wouldn't have imagined, I wouldn't have imagined two years ago and the role playing and all that sort of stuff. It's just the, the play. 
But it, it, it actually, you know, as much as it's a sexual play um, and it happens in the bedroom, it just, it, it completely materializes in what happens outside the bedroom. So, you know, to, 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 to be masculine and to be, to be in control and all that sort of stuff in the bedroom and, and to have a partner that's comfortable enough to be able to go, I'm, I'm going to open myself up to this, whatever this you know, whatever this is, like you, you, like you said before, could be getting fucked in the ass, could be deep throating, could be, could be all of it, could be an hour, an hour long, sixty nine day. It could be whatever it is. It could be dressing up. You know, it could be me being submissive, her being more dominant. You know, what, what? It just, you, it just pushes you so much further in the outside world. You know, it makes you a better dad. It makes you a better husband. It makes you a better person at work. Um, and of course, you're not under fuck. So that's that's bringing out its hot. It's a, you know a whole nother energy that that you kind of didn't probably have before either. So that was a great summary. That last section there about what it is to be a well fucked man. I talk all the time about people, you know, the well-fucked woman concept, but you've articulated the well-fucked man. Is there anything else you would add to being what it is to be a well-fucked man? Oh, I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't like it being pushed back onto me like that, Kim, but yeah, I, I guess, um, oh, just, it's a, it's a, it's a confidence. It's, it's an ability to kind of look at things when they don't, you know, when they don't go the way you want them and knowing what you need to do to change that. So, you know, I, I, I guess, yeah, I guess it's a confidence. It's an, it's, a, it's just, and, and, you know, it's good to be able to rely on yourself. And, the, and, and a lot of the work that you've, you've put in that sexual mastery for men is about dealing with your own kind of, um, you know, things that you need to do more of, become better at, you know, and all that sort of stuff so it's it's great to be able to rely on yourself but it's just beautiful to have someone that you can come and then rely on so you know like if, if you're if, if you were single and doing this work there's just so much stuff you can get out of it you learn to just work with yourself and so a lot of that is is even when you're in a relationship like I am that's I'm still doing that I'm still taking that work I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm measuring my edges taking myself further, you know, and I'm loving myself. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm being okay with, with, with me and, uh, and, and everything about it. But then I'm taking that into my partner uh, and, 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 and then I'm taking that into work and I'm taking it into my, my, my being a dad, you know, and a friend, you know, I've got, I've got a, I've got a network of mates and, and stuff like that, that just, you know, it's just different. It's, and it's just better. So, and, 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 you know, I, I talked to them about the, some of, I talked to some of them about the work that we do and they're just like, that's, that's just, there's no way you're doing that. And I'm like, mate, it's, it's, it's absolutely, it's what we're doing. It's like, check this shit out, check it out. What do you mean? There's no way that's what you're doing. What are they well, they're, skeptical so, about? Well, they're skeptical. So they're skeptical about the fact that I could be sitting at a, at a, at a, at a dinner table with my wife with just my wife and I having had dinner, talking about the challenges she ha she's having, and me going, I know, look, what you need, you need, you need my cock in your mouth, and you need it needs to be deep. And so, like, if I'm, and I'm not being, I'm not being rude when I tell that story to these guys. I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's, uh, this is the relationship that we have, and they're like, 
man, did she just not talk to you for a week? What did she, did she just tell you to get fucked? What did she do? I said, no, no, we went, we went downstairs and we, we sorted that, we sorted that shit out. That's, that's, and they're like, bullshit. I'm like, you gotta, you've actually gotta look at the work. You gotta look at this stuff. That's exactly what happens. That is amazing. Do they ever come around? Do they ever, are they, well, like, can I have that website? Or do they just kind of leave it in the realm of fantasy? I, like, uh, they believe you, I, but they really don't. I've sent it to a couple of them. I've sent it to a few of them. Uh, I think one of my mates has picked it up. So I think, I think it'll be that sort of thing that one, one grabs it and then the next, maybe, maybe one more will grab it. And then, you know, you kind of got to be, it, like that story I describe about my my exposure and coming into your work is probably it's probably really similar to a lot of a lot of people. Like I just I wasn't ready, and I you know what I mean until you actually get it's just such a shame because I think there's so much good to come out of it um, doing the work and 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 following this program. Um, but you kind of got to be you got to be ready somehow. You've got to. You, you, you know, you've got to have some sort of catalyst that kind of goes for, for men, I guess. I don't know. I, for me, it was seeing the work impact on my wife for five weeks. There was just no way. There was just so having exposure. Maybe I'm the exposure these guys need, you know, getting 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 those stories, seeing them as being truth. Maybe that's the exposure. But but there was no way I could not partake in the work, having seen what it was doing to Mandy. And I'm guessing if these guys believe the stories, there's no way, there's no way they would not partake in the work. Well, your, your situation with Amanda is such a great example because that is really the advice that I give to people. Like exactly what went down with you and her would be, okay, let's say somebody's interested in my work and they invite their partner and their, their partner is kind of, eh, I don't know, you know, don't know about that, right? So I, I say to them, okay, so you go and you do the work. And usually what happens is then the changes start to be visible and tangible in you. And that other person's like, what's going on over there? You know? And you're like, well, I'm just doing this work. And they're like, can I see some of that work? You know? So, which is exactly what happened. And so that's the start of it. If they are inspired enough from what you said, and let's say they do bring it up to their partners and their partners are like, oh, whatever, he's just trying to get more sex. Like they just reduce it to some very basic cliche yep. because they don't really know what else is possible. So he does the work and he begins showing up differently and she'll feel that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's typically what happens as long as people are somewhat open to each other. If they're in a really, really closed off, estranged place, then perhaps not. But yeah. for the most part, that's the way of it. It's like this osmosis that happens and people cannot help. Like you say, you cannot help but notice and that cannot help but be drawn into it of like, mm -hmm. well, why wouldn't I want, this is amazing. You know, she's brought this in and she's doing it. I can feel it. I see and feel the changes. I want more. Yeah. And then that, that's exactly what it was. It was, you could see, you could feel they are positive changes um, that you're seeing. And I'm not, and it's not just the sex either. It's, it's like, you can see the way your partner is handling different situations, you know, it's, and, and you're going, well, this is, you know, these situations have been occurring for the 15 years that we've been married and they're now being handled differently in a five-week window 
or a four week window. I'm like, what? What the fuck? What? So, God. Yeah. I mean, so you got you can't. I mean, you can if you if you're again if you're. I think if you want a program of stagnation or, or you don't want to move forward or you don't want to grow with your partner, and it is a bit scary. Like it's a bit scary, you know. Particularly is that stat you talked about with seventy five percent of guys, you know, ejaculating in 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 less than three minutes. I mean, if your partner starts doing a program around, um, you know, what what well for men is sexual mastery for men, and that and that's and if that's us then fuck, that's pretty scary. But then, you know, you just kind of got to lean into it, which is a lot of what you talk about, you know, and it's, it's, it's leaning into those, those areas that don't feel, you know, comfortable. It's why, you know, if you talk about the cum fairy that comes and just whacks you on the knob, it's like, well, you know, that, that, that doesn't exist. So, you know, what, what else do I do to fix this? What else, what else do I need to do to fix that? And, and if, if you if that's your frame of mind, then you, you're about to level up fucking hugely in terms of growing from that price. So that's that space. And if you're not, then yeah, you're not. You're going to stay where you are. But there's a lot. There's a lot to be gained. A lot to be gained by doing that. By doing the the work. So. I love it. That's also well expressed. Is there anything else that you'd like to add that we haven't touched on that you would like men to know? Um, not no. I, I, like my my stamina, my stamina has improved through through sort of just doing the work with with Mandy and and you know um, and again, it's it's been it's it's a it's a pretty good exercise regime you get to do to try and build your stamina. So it's just having more sex and making edging and, and going longer and edging and going longer. So, um, you know, I, I, like I said, we had our first sex weekend, which was kind of 72 hours or 48 to 72 hours of, of almost nonstop making love so and connecting. Almost nonstop having intercourse or some kind of sexual interaction for 48 to 72 hours yeah yes so, so it's not it's not i'm not saying that you i was I, I was erect for 48 hours it was just you would essentially our whole weekend was evolved around just being intimate so you know we basically refused to wear clothes for the weekend um we were in a nice beautiful remote sort of place not far from where we live um in, a, in like a cabin overlooking sort of a beautiful view of the ocean and no one around. So, you know, um, and occasionally, I think we went out for lunch one day. We put clothes on for that, obviously. We went out for lunch. But we started the weekend with what we call our fresco sex. So on the way to, to, um, to the lodge, we stopped on the side of the road, went in the bushes and made... I said, oh, I, we, hadn't, we hadn't done that in a long time, in a long, long time. And I was like, I want to, I want to have our fresco sex again. And and then we probably had our fresco sex three times again over the weekend. But it was, it was being naked, um, just loving each other, and and you know, it was long sex dates, like two or three hours. It was in the spa, it was in the bed, it was on the balcony looking over the ocean. But it was essentially just, I mean, we did sleep. We slept for maybe you know five five hours each night 
maybe. So, but otherwise it was, it was that. And just what we came away with, oh my God, what the way we came back to our lives after that weekend was literally fucking mind blowing. What we brought to work, what we brought to, to, to our family. Uh, I, I was, <laughs> I was walking with a swagger without even knowing I was walking with a swagger. Uh, Mandy was just like, I walk into the room and she would just buckle at the knees. She was just like, oh my God. It was, we had just fulfilled one another in the most amazing way on that weekend. Uh, and it lasted for like three weeks, three weeks of, you know, just, just it was just incredible. So, mm, got- the investment of going away for that weekend fulfills mm-hmm. you, like you felt the, obvious benefits of it for several weeks afterward absolutely yeah absolutely but i i really i i cannot express how different we were in our various environments as a result of that sex weekend like it was huge the the positivity the chemistry the the strength the masculinity the femininity the submission of for, for her to me and and it just the whole thing was just so beautiful so beautiful and amazing we we, we were in, we were in shock of like so we so we had our weekend which was just perfect and I was nervous about it too. Like I was like, how, you know, shit, am I going to do a whole weekend of sex? How is that going to work? Um, and, and, and then, but then came back into our lives and just, whoa, really? We were both like, literally, are you getting this? Are you seeing this? And I'm like, I'm seeing this. I'm, I'm living this part of it. And she's like, fire. Like you're walking in the room, honey. And I'm like, I'm just dropping. I'm wet. I'm like, this is just fucking amazing. Amazing. And so this is a great key point is I talk about things like the quarterly sex weekend and the weekly extended sex day, three hours, two to three hours, because when you go in deep and you have that no pressure, um, completely relaxed, you know, can really unfold into these deeper spaces, you cultivate, you harness and you harvest an enormous amount of energy. This really is the fundamentals of my work is that sexual energy is life force energy. And when you're tuning into it consciously and you learn how to harness it and then channel it out into your life, everything else, it's like, it's miraculous. The changes that take place effortlessly in your outer life. You're not, you're not trying to make these things happen. You're not exerting some additional or mammoth amount of effort or any real different effort. It's come from your bed. It's come from your intimate connection and the fact that you have cultivated that sexual energy and you're now infusing it into every part of your lives. Yeah, well, that's exactly what happened. And it was very surprising. Surprised, not surprising that we hadn't heard you talk about it. Surprising as to the way it had literally happened to us for that like three to four weeks, several weeks after. It was just incredible. And, 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 and I know I keep saying we're not perfect. So we haven't been having our weekly sex dates in the last few weeks. And we've noticed it. That's what we were chatting about this morning before I came on the call. 
we were like, we've got to, we've got to get back to those longer sex dates. You know, we, we, we're having our, we're doing all the other stuff or well, a lot of the other stuff. And now, you know, we, we, we just, we chatted this morning and went, you know what, we're not, we're not that, we can't let that go. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it in, in my energy. I'm feeling it in our connection, you know? Um, so we got to, you know, stamp that shit out, get back onto those long sex dates. Yeah, but you have committed to your quarterly sex weekends, right? Because uh, you've booked, now. They're booked in advance. We've also had our second one. So, yeah. <laughs> we're not, awesome. we're not going with that, though. What, well, this is what I love. Like, the proof is in the pudding, is that once you do these things, then you're, the effects propel you to keep doing them because you see the dramatic shifts that you're having in yourselves in your relationship in your outer life and you're like well okay you've come back from one sex weekend and you're already booking the next one because you know how what an important facet it is in your lives and a tool it is yeah, yeah you'd be absolutely booking the next weekend after your first one like you you a hundred percent I do want to say, I do want to say, and whether whether it goes to air or not, I do want to say to all the guys that do this course, and I think it's the same for the women that do the course, having chatted to, to, to Mandy about it, is what, what happens is not what you expect. So it's you probably know what's happening, Kim, but as as a man that's doing the course, I'm I'm none of it is really kind of making sense at the time so you know you start the course and you think this is going to be great I'm going to get you know my 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 stamina is going to get longer and, and you know my my cock is going to grow and I'm going to pleasure my wife in more ways than you know but it doesn't quite happen like that it most definitely happens but not necessarily like that you, you kind of you, you kind of uncovering where you need to do the work you know what I mean? So, you know, you, you do a lot of processes around cleaning glass and, and lots of other stuff and, and extending your, your edge and all that sort of stuff. There's nothing individually that I could look at that we've done in sexual mastery for men and go, oh, that, that was the biggest thing for me. You know, that all of it created an impact. All of it made a change. You know, some of it, some of it at the time seems like a negative change. Like I'm, I'm now thinking about stuff when I'm making love and I'm not getting as hard or, you know, and I'm like, what the, what's going on? Or, or, or I don't last as long at a, at a particular time. And then, you, you know, you kind of go, this is shit. This, you know, but you keep doing, you keep doing the work. Like you turn up for the next salon and, and, and then you go back and you revisit, you integrate and you go, well, what didn't I do in salon, you know, the first four or the first five or the first six or or in our couple's salon, what, what aren't I doing? And you, and you find it, you, you see it, it's there. And you go, oh, I didn't, I haven't really kind of gone there. And then, so you go back and you revisit and you do that work. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're back and you've leveled up again. So you're at level four and then, you know, you went to level three and you got no idea why I went to level three, but there's something going on. So then you go back and do the work and then you end up at level seven. But unfortunately, the levels all change, and now you're back at level one, which is really a level ten because the levels are like a million. You, you just you, they just keep going, but it's just it's not what I expected, which it's a beautiful thing. It's just 
it's it's not what I was expecting, and yet everything that I'd hoped for. So I think what I hear you saying is that it was more multidimensional and deeper than what you had originally thought superficially from the outset. And then also as you're going through stuff, because it is that way, that there might not be a clear trajectory and that instead of when people feel they're not getting immediate, you know, everyone's different. Some people get an immediate shift in some area and then maybe are more, you know, slower in another area, or you feel like you make a step backward, forward, and then backward. But ultimately, it's all feedback is what you're saying. And so mm-hmm. you look at that and go, okay, well, I, I haven't, you know, what I say to people is what have I missed, right? If something isn't happening, like, let's say, you know, my infamous phrase with orgasms borrowed from somewhere else, if you build it, they will come. And if they're not coming, you haven't built something. There's something in the, you know, foundation that you have missed. And so rather than, you know, people feeling sorry for themselves or, oh, why am I, what am I going to, I've been working so hard, when is it going to happen? You've missed something, right? That is ultimately, that's radical self-responsibility to say, okay, it's not happening. If it's not moving as fast as I want, then I've missed something. And then you do, the onus is on you to go back and look and find it and then shift it and then boom, then you quantum leap higher than ever, right? Because now you've got that piece that was left behind that you didn't realize. It's it's that, that metaphor of building a house with a strong foundation, right? And every layer that you build, if you've missed a spot and there's rotten wood in the corner of that house, even though you've maybe, you know, built the rest of it up, first big storm, it's going to collapse or leak from that area because something's not right. And so all these messages are feedback from your body, your psyche to say, all right, let's go back and do a little more focus here. And then we'll be, you know, off to the races faster than before. And that's exactly what I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying. So it's, it's, you, you think it's going to be one thing. It's always going to be different because we've, we've got, you know, I, I wasn't exactly aware of my own cultural conditioning around some of the things that you work on. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I wasn't aware of them. And when we were asked to look at them as part of the program, I mean, even when I put down on paper things that I think, you know, culturally, socially conditioned I am around sex, I, I didn't get them all down. And they may not have turned up for another two or three weeks. And then I've got to go back and, and, and relook at them. So, you know, it, it's what I really want to say to the guys that, that if, the, if there are guys watching this, men watching this that go, you know, I, I want to give that a go. Um, I say 100% give it a go. I mean, without one hesitation, you have to give this a go. I would also say you have to do the work and you, your own trajectory will be will be different to the guy beside you that's doing it. You know, even listening to the calls and the feedback that we get, it's always different. But I, I, I was lucky because, so lucky because if something challenged my thought process around the program, i.e. I didn't get a result that I was wanting, Mandy was always, you know, one... one you know, she'd either done, she'd, she'd done well-fucked woman and she'd done vaginal kung fu. So she was a one or two salons either ahead or, or, or and, and so she would be able to kind of go, yep, no, not, not knowing specifically, but just, okay, let's go back and have a look. Let's, let's, let's just circle around and see what we've missed because we missed something, exactly what you're saying. But, you know, sometimes you're not even aware that you, you're missing it. Like, you, you, you know what I mean? Because it's, 
so deeply embedded in a in a in a dark space in your head where you kind of go no i i don't you know i don't want to think about that or i do want to think about that or i didn't know that i was thinking like that about it uh, and i'm talking about sex and 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 the way we interact with people or children or partners or husbands or work and all that sort of stuff it's how we how we feel about things can affect so much as what happens in the bedroom so when it's not quite right we've got to circle back around and work out what it is but when you get it like like i'm describing just before this conversation our sex weekend i mean holy moly it's just it when it all lines up and you get you get it done you get it right that level is just it's cataclysmic amazing but so i'm just i just communicate to the to the male team out there just do the work follow the process and do the work and if it's not where you want it to be circle around and do it again so i'm doing i'm gonna i'm doing sexual mastery for men again which is beautiful because i get you know we get a lifetime subscription to it um same as man you know and mandy wants to do sexual mastery for men i want to do um uh well-fucked woman just because not because i want to be a well-fucked woman although you know i like i like all the things that my wife likes but ultimately it's just under it's just more connecting it's more understanding and 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 connecting with one another so i don't know if i'll do vaginal kung fu but we'll see i love what you're saying because it's really like I talk about we're in this together and the our relationship is its own entity, right? This alchemizing cauldron where we can throw all of our stuff into and help each other to see our own blind spots, each other's blind spots. And yeah. so if one person, is, and it's hard, we have we all have unconscious patterns and behaviors and defense mechanisms, but if we're working on it collaboratively as a loving unit, then we can help each other see we're not feeling defensive or threatened by the other person we're like oh okay I hadn't thought of it that way hadn't looked at it that way thank you and we get through it together we illuminate it and then transform it together so that's beautiful yeah otherwise that that's about all I had so Fantastic, Mark. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective as a well-fucked man and a well-fucked couple. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for having us. That's uh, it's been fantastic. We really love it, and we will be, uh, I guess, lifetime lifetime fuckers. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that was awesome. I love hearing that level of depth from the male point of view. A well-fucked man, indeed. For all of you who would also like to become well-fucked man and take everything to the next level, my Sexual Mastery for Men salon is now open for registration. In this eight-week online salon for men, you will learn how to last longer in bed with my massively effective techniques to be able to keep going for hours, if you so desire, orgasms without ejaculation, how to use your sexual energy and relationship as a power and rejuvenation source in your life, how to achieve the deeper vaginal orgasms for women, cock lengthening and strengthening exercises, and much, much more. Go to kimanami.com, look for Sexual Savant Salons, and then click on Sexual Mastery for Men. Come one, come all.
Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.